welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Ian McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. It's another show. We're talking about the OCR increase by the Reserve Bank. Yep, we're talking about the official cash rate. Andrew, what happened last week? The Reserve Bank increased the official cash rate to 3.5% from 3%. Now, there are a couple of questions we're going to answer in this podcast, which is, why don't they do it? When's it all going to stop? And what does it actually mean for interest rates? So kick us off with why have they increased the OCR? Well, inflation is still running hot. We're at 7.3%, which is way outside the target of the inflation band, which is 1% to 3%. And it looks like inflation will be outside of this band for a while. So businesses are still saying that they're short-staffed, which is pushing up wages. And that's just one cause of inflation. So the big question is, when is this all going to stop? Is what a lot of people are asking. And the consensus is that inflation is likely to come down in the next quarter. So we're expecting the next release of data in November. That is at the Reserve Bank's next big announcement. And it's really interesting, Andrew. There's this organisation called the New Zealand Institute of Economic Research. And what they do is they go out and they take all of the inflation forecasts from the main five banks and Treasury and the Reserve Bank, and then they average it all out and they give us some predictions. Now, every single one of those institutions, the main five banks, Reserve Bank and Treasury, and the New Zealand Institute of Economic Research, are expecting that inflation will come down the next time the data is released in November. How far by? Well, at the moment, inflation's running at 7.3%. The average of those forecasts suggested that it'd be about 6.6%, so about by 0.6 percentage points. So what do I expect is going to happen to the OCR? Look, I think we're expecting to see one more 0.5% increase. I think in November, we're probably going to see it go up once more to 4%. That's what most people seem to be saying as well. And then it's going to pause until February because we've got one more announcement this year, November. We don't have the next big announcement until February next year. Now, I think what's really important to note is that when the Reserve Bank fiddles with the OCR, with their interest rate, it takes time for that change to move into mortgage interest rates. How long? Six months. It takes about six months for the official cash rate to have the biggest impact or the most impact that it has on mortgage interest rates. And about 80% of that is passed through. So I think what we'll probably see, OCR go up one more time, then they'll hold back for three months while they wait because they don't have another announcement. And then they'll say, okay, what impact has it had? Is inflation coming back down? That's what we've got in the forecast, but is it actually happening or do we have to keep going up? Now, if we start to see inflation coming back down, like all five banks are expecting, like Treasury and the Reserve Bank is expecting as well, then that is where we may start to see the OCR staying steady, staying at that 4% for a bit before coming back down. But if we start to see actually, oh my gosh, inflation's still going up. We all thought it was going to come down, but actually that didn't happen. That's where the OCR could still go up a little bit more, maybe up to a max of around 425 4.5%. Now, I tell you what, it looks like from those forecasts that we'll probably be back down within that target inflation range of 1% to 3% by early 2024, so end of next year, start of the year after. But having said that, I think the OCR could start coming down by as early as the end of 2023 if we follow these forecasts. Now, bear in mind that the OCR doesn't directly impact mortgage interest rates, so I'll talk a bit more about that in a moment. But Andrew, the big question on everybody's lips is how are banks changing their interest rates based on 
that OCR change. So ANZ came out on Friday, so the day after the announcement, and passed through the entire half a percent to their floating interest rate. So if you're on floating, your rate went up by half a percent on Friday. The one-year interest rate, no change. Now, that's because the wholesale rate, which banks borrow money at and then lend to you, they remain unchanged and have since the end of September, and that's 4.64%. Yeah, so some of this increase in the OCR may already be priced into some of those interest rates. Remember, oh, I think only a couple of weeks back, we did see a bit of an increase from about you know, 5, 5.25 up to about 5.45% at the moment. So some of that may be priced in. But again, I think it's really important to remember how the OCR actually impacts mortgage interest rates. Because this is what you often don't see in the headlines, and it's not really talked about in articles, and I think it's probably because the journalists don't actually know. They think that banks actually borrow from the Reserve Bank to go lend you and I money, which they absolutely don't, because the OCR is a short-term overnight rate. Banks stop borrowing from the Reserve Bank at the OCR to lend money for your mortgage. Instead, they're borrowing at wholesale rates. Now, How does the OCR actually impact mortgages though? Because it does have an impact, but it's just not direct. Well, the first thing is the OCR will impact the floating rate. And again, it's not necessarily that the banks are borrowing from the Reserve Bank in order to lend to you at the floating rate, but it impacts other short-term rates. So what then happens is if some of the short-term rates, like the 90-day bank bill rates, start moving because of the OCR, that impacts what investors want for if they're lending out at, say, a year or two years. And because of that, that might change wholesale rates. But it takes about six months for a change in the OCR to be fully passed through to those mortgage interest rates. Only about 80% of that change is passed through. And that's on average. Now, Andrew, what are some other people saying about this change? Because we're not the fountain of all knowledge. (laughs) Well, Calvin Davidson, who's from CoreLogic, had an interesting point. He said that there might be less fear around a refinancing wave than was previously thought. So previously, they thought that 66% of mortgages were due to roll over and have their interest rates renewed within the next 12 months. Now, actually, they've checked these numbers and it's actually down to 44%. So the interest rate rises won't have a large impact on the overall market compared to if this had happened 6 to 12 months ago. Yeah, and I think what's really important to note in these situations is that nothing much has changed in terms of the trajectory of where we were going. I know a lot of people and a lot of investors, especially if you're not working in property and looking at the data every day like perhaps Andrew and I are, you can get freaked out when you see the headlines, oh, it's gone up again. But here's the thing, all of our interest rate forecasts that we've been talking about for the last 6 to 12 months have been based on the OCR going up this high. I remember writing an article about 6 months ago with the OCR track going up to about 4% saying, hey, this is where we're going, we're going to start to go there. There are some reasons why it might not get that high. There are some reasons why it might go even higher than this, but we are going up to it. It's really important to note as well, the interest rates that we currently use in the return on investment spreadsheet have still not hit the peak of what we've said it would be, which is we have a working assumption of it going up to 5.75% next year in June. At that point, the OCR should have peaked as long as inflation starts following all of the major banks' forecasts, which is the best that we can work on based on today, unless somebody else has got better predictions than the major five banks, the Reserve Bank and the Treasury. So based on everything possible we could do today, we know that we're still heading in the same direction we've been talking about. 
So that's what I mean by nothing's changed. Yes, the OCR has been going up, but if you've been following us for a while, you will have been making decisions based on this already happening. So this is more what we expected to play out, actually playing out. And that's why, although it can seem quite scary, while it might frighten you a wee bit, oh gosh, it's gone up again. Oh gosh, when's it going to stop? We've just got to remember that we've already been making our decisions based on this happening. Now that it's happened, we just need to accept that, hey, yep, sweet, it's happened. That's what we thought it was going to be. Here we go. Let's ride the wave. Eventually, the OCR will come back down and the one-year interest rates and the mortgage interest rates that we pay, we expect those to come down a bit as well, probably coming closer to nearer the end of 2023. Our working assumption is still 5.75% beat, coming down to about 5, 4.75% for mid-year 2024. But what should an investor do if they're quite worried about these OCR increases, Andrew? I think they'd talk to their mortgage broker first and foremost to get some advice from them specific to their needs. But you don't have to fix your mortgage for one particular interest rate. You can break it and stagger it. I'd be fixing for the one-year rate at the moment, maybe a compelling two-year rate, but probably just a one-year rate. Because like you'd said before, I'd imagine that we're probably going to see a bit of a trend or at least a trend down in the near future by the time we get to next year. And if you are struggling to manage your top up as a property investor, if you've got a negatively geared property, I'd really encourage you to go back and listen to episode 959. Now, I know that's about half a year ago, but those were the seven strategies to manage your top up as interest rates rise for property investors. How do people find that? What I'd suggest you do is go to your favorite podcast listing app and type out that episode title, Strategies to Manage Your Top Up As Interest Rates Rise. You'll be able to find it. Or on our website, we have an archive of every podcast ever. You can find 959 on our website. Or we've actually got a cool table as well. You can search for every single podcast we've ever done. That's also on the website. So try to make it really easy for you guys to find your good old favorite episodes. But 959, Seven Strategies to Manage Your Top Up As Interest Rates Rise. Really encourage you to listen to that. Right, let's wrap it up there. But please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, I want to see you at our book tour launch. I'm so excited. This book has been like three years in the making. And it's so exciting to launch this for you guys. And this is going to be our big event for the year where we gather all the podcast listeners as a community to talk shop about property. Now, tickets for that are 30 bucks. That includes your book, includes your wine, includes your food. And easy way to sign up for that, tap a swipe over the cover out, links down in there, or go to opuspartners.co.nz, you'll be able to sign up. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed Knight. I'm Andrew Nicholl. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, insights to help you get the most out of your property. Until next time.